0: Welcome to Working Matters, on the web at BoldEnterprises.com. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Carl, today we're continuing our series, I think this is the third in our series, on performance evaluations. The Great Missed Opportunity. The Great Missed Opportunity is exactly what we've been talking about. And today our topic concentrates on quality and quantity. How do you talk along the way?
1: about what's working and what's not working.
0: Now, last week, we um, started the building blocks with um, setting goals and standards. And now that we've set our goals and standards, how do we talk about them?
1: Exactly. Depending on what you've done in the past, you have a different magnitude of problem facing you. This is a big switch for you. And we're really going from kind of judgmental annual encounters that nobody wants to do into these safe conversations. We have a big context setting job we need to do. We need to be pretty explicit and um, intentional about creating a safe place to talk about what's working well and what's not working well, and that may not be so easy to do if people are concerned that it's going to be used against them, as we said, to keep their pay in line or to keep their expectations down about what benefits might await them if they are doing well.
0: So let's talk about looking at those goals and standards and see what is it that we're then trying to get from these laws and standards?
1: Well, we have transformed ourselves from taskmaster to collaborator. And so we are there to resource and ensure the success of our team. And with the particular employee that we're in conversation with in their performance evaluation, we want to make them successful. The best way to do that is to let them critique themselves. I wouldn't go anywhere near evaluating anyone else's performance. You were there occasionally. Some of us are not hardly around our employees at all. Everyone functions more independently. We don't have a lot of information. Well, your team, they have full information. They know exactly what they've been doing. They know exactly where they are excited about what they've contributed to the team, and they know where they've fallen short. And if we let them bring that out, the learning happens more effectively, and more meaningful topics can be discussed where you can actually do things differently in the future.
0: And if you have specific, measurable, achievable goals, then that's your topic. That's your reference point.
1: We have an objective, non-personal reference point. Well, let's talk about the worst-case scenario. Of course, it's where things aren't going well. It's where we haven't been pulling our weight, where we maybe have made a a sizable mistake, or where we have let a ball drop, and what's going to happen in that case. If there's a chance that it can be personal, if it's a chance that I'm a loser or I'm a failure or I am not something, I am not up to something, then all safety has gone and all defenses go up and you have a difficult situation. But if the topic is the standards, if the topic is the goal and it's not about you, then you can talk about that. If you if there is a failure involved, a, an apology can be extended. Things need to change in the future. You can talk about what would help that change, and we're really talking about something a little more separate from ourselves.
0: So, if it's not going well, you start asking questions as to why. Exactly,
1: mm-hmm. exactly. So you've invited a self critique. You get someone sharing something that they are not happy with their performance. Yes, we don't need to comment. We. We would ask questions and draw more out of them, help them think through what went on. You're actually helping them solve their own problems.
0: So give us an example of those questions, just for those of us who may want to say, why are you not doing your work? Why are you such a slacker? That's probably not the helpful question.
1: (laughs) No, no, that isn't, is it? (laughs) Well, let's make up an example where somebody feels that uh, they were distracted and... You have multiple priorities, and even though you told them that the top priority was a particular project, they felt the pressure of these other priorities, and they gave them attention. Well, you could start asking questions about, for example, well, where did that pressure come from? Is that that coming from other people in the firm? Is that something that you're putting on yourself? So let's say it's something I'm putting on myself, and I just can't see a certain thing put on the back burner, because I just personally feel it's so important, even though you want this other priority. Well, then it might be a a matter of saying, okay, well, when you start feeling those pressures, let's think, what can you do? Well, one, since in this case, it's a priority you've received for me, maybe check in with me and just say, you know, I hear this is a priority, this other thing's screaming. Just wanted to touch base to make sure that this was still the high priority, in which case I would be able to Interact with you and say, Yes, it's still the top priority. Or, No, I hear what you're seeing and I respect what you're seeing in this other area. Go for it, for example. Or you would be able to ask, You know, well, what would help you focus when you've got a lot of things going on? And if that's the issue, all these competing priorities, maybe there's some skill development that needs to go on on sorting priorities. And how can I help with the focus? Is there something I can move away from you? And it really becomes a problem-solving session, a thinking aloud session, and you're giving people new alternatives for exploring why they're caught in the quandary that they're in.
0: Now, I can imagine that a situation in which some goals and standards aren't being met may result in a trying to shift responsibilities, either from the boss to the employee, from the employee to the boss. How do you keep it from being like the struggle or this this tension about that instead of, it just being something to change. Well, part of it has to do with the initial trust building that
1: we've done at the start by setting making it a safe context. Two is if you're thinking about yourself, is just being really careful to use I language. I as in myself, so that if we feel we have not been supported adequately or resourced adequately by our supervisor or by the company to accomplish something, we're always taking responsibility for ourselves. So I could have used more resources. Not you gave all the resources to your pet project and left us out here floundering and now you're blaming us for not meeting our goals. That takes kind of the tension out of the kind of the blaming so that the first reaction isn't real defensive and self protective and wait a minute, I'm the boss here. you know you don't know what's going on in the the bigger scheme of things, and if you hear the other person doing it is you just clarify with the same language, so you're feeling without resources. You're feeling inadequately resourced. Would that be correct? And kind of check in on your perception.
0: Now, what do we tell people who feel like this is just too much power to the employee? This is too much them getting to do what they want and getting to say what they want, not really holding them to the task. But that's school of thought that this might be a little too out there.
1: Well, one, I think they'll be surprised. I think in a safe context, employees will critique themselves. They, they want to excel. They want to meet their goals. And you'll be surprised at how the candor that can come out of something like this. In the case where you get somebody who just spends the whole time patting themselves on the back... um, When they shouldn't have? When they shouldn't have, you have the goals and standards to point back to. So that's where you would bring in and suggest a category that's conveniently being ignored in the discussion and bring it up. And speak for yourself. Again, you don't need to call your employee anything. You don't need to say someone's not measuring up to the standard. You can say, I haven't been happy with the level of quality on this product, or I am not satisfied with our customer not liking what's going on. And then you have your objective standard to be the, the focus and to return that person or to bring that person back into um, reality or to talk about something they're clearly uncomfortable talking about. But again, all of this. To speak to the other side of what you said, never, ever is intended to make it a chummy, happy place for its own sake. Now we're trying to tap into what really makes people come alive at work. It makes them want to work hard and move toward these things. That's governing at all times. So we're not going to be nice for niceness sake. We're not going to let people set their own goals because it's, you know, consultant speak. So we are always monitoring each individual's reaction. If setting your own goals for a certain person consistently results in them setting a low bar and their standards, it's something super easy to meet, then it's not achieving that purpose. And you may need to suggest or impose a higher level.
0: Because ultimately, you're the employer.
1: Ultimately, you're the employer and ultimately, you or someone above you has set the umbrella, the overarching purposes and goals for the year, and this isn't going to get it. And then that becomes a, a topic. And, and none, none of this is the end of the world. If you get down to that, they cannot buy into a higher level of goals, you know, it may get to that this isn't a, a viable partnership in, anymore. We are not suggesting we try to keep all people at all costs. We are trying to say, I want to draw as much out of you as I can. And we have learned that doing it in the manipulative, exploitative kind of command and control means doesn't work very well. causes people to hold back.
0: Well, Colin, I I appreciate what you say about it creating a space for a conversation. And that conversation can result in honesty. It can either really bring out an employee to be very loyal and hardworking and really want to be a part of the goals of the company. Or it can really give information to someone who may not be in the right place. Exactly. The power of
1: this style of collaborating is not in how much it does for when things go well, which it does a lot for, but it's when it's not working that you can actually talk about it and keep hashing it through and keep going back and forth. I need this from you. Well, I need this from you. And it's not about the two of you. It's about the common task. And there. You will be amazed at how you can stay engaged in the most difficult and awkward of topics if it's not
0: personal. I certainly appreciate that. And next week we'll be discussing critiquing the working partnership. Give us a preview.
1: Well, part of this has to do with allowing your team to give you feedback as a supervisor on how you show up is affecting them. And so you're bringing some mutuality into it. So you can resource yourself and be a better supervisor. And part of it is team dynamics are complex. And we're all so different from each other. What motivates me may not motivate you. So it's another area where we need to check in periodically on what's working for us and what's working against us. And one of the things that we don't pay attention to in working relationships is what's working for us. So we're going to talk about celebrating each other and rewarding each other and when it goes well, not worrying about entitlement mentalities, but being able to say thank you and celebrating people.
0: I look forward to that. And I'm I'm
1: pleasantly surprised by this series. (laughs) I think we should have a performance evaluation after we're done
0: (laughs) to celebrate. That's something, yes. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Join us next week for our topic on performance evaluation, critiquing the working partnership. Be sure to check us out on the website at boldenterprises.com. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a Gold Enterprises production.